So I would uh, what I would label as a an epiphany. Um, I've been exploring in my thoughts lately. Like why? Why was the reason that? Like who on drove to run? Why was it in? And it was, it was, it was really uh, co-workers, supervisors, they gave me many reasons to be uh, I know the consistent thought in my mind from everybody from supervisors to Anthony was they're not going to rule my life. I'm going to go in I am, I can do it. Theme of 2022 and continuing into 2023 is my journey into bringing myself out of survival. Lived in it long enough. I stayed in it because that's what, you know, Wow, his body thinks is the normal arena there, you know? Like this. I like this. Um, and I find that I don't have that anger tunnel, tunnel vision. Now, now, in high school, don't ask me what motivated me. It could have been the God. But, uh, like, I found his own in high school. I, I, you know, I'd like to actually find it back again. But that's been part of my struggle. It's finding it again outside of fight or fight outside of anger, outside of survival mode. And it is, it's survival mode. The, the, the fact that I repeat the thought, I have to endure, I have to survive, I have to do this. It, my mind is telling my body that we are still in, I was in some sort of danger. And I was, Somehow reliving, well, I, not somehow, I was in a toxic and dangerous environment. You know, I had supervisors who ignored my request to replace tactical vests. And when asked, when I asked him for two months straight, all he came back with was he was tired of me. I was physically attacked inside the district headquarters while I was typing a police report. I was doing my job on a slow Saturday morning with nobody there. He came in. And it wasn't until another deputy came in and I said, hey, I'm going to be respectful and let you know what I'm about to do in your 
in your zone, would you like to join me? Or I'm just letting you know, basically. It's, it's one of those where I had the authority to effect the arrest if that person was home. I had the authority to go see if that person was there. I was just being respectful of the other deputy because I know I knew he liked to know what was going on. But because he didn't like the fact that I was going to go play around in his beat, he he muttered something to the supervisor. Supervisor approached me, and then when I answered the questions correctly which he didn't realize there were correct answers, but I I answered as to such he couldn't have follow-up questions and continued to naysay on what I did. Um, yeah, he physically attacked me, and essentially the captain wanted to... It was on the phone with my father, which who I'm not going to talk about because... He's essentially been treating me like I'm the one who abandoned a family um, because I wanted to. I, I wanted money. I wanted employment. I would have continued school and employment. I wanted to. It's Mardi Gras, guys, and there's going to be a lot of boomboxes and annoying revelers. Um, but it's a situation where no matter what I did that day, they were, the, the supervisor attacked me. The captain was chewing me out while I was on the phone with my dad and only changed his tune because he was caught by a third party. He thought it was somebody who was going to stand up for me, but it was my father and my father is treating me like public enemy number one because I opened my mouth and reported racism to the headquarters department. So it is what it is on that front. And unfortunately, that type of anger is not a driving anger. Like for me, a driving anger is waking up on the wrong side of the bed or a stressful day for it. But ultimately, my body was in fight or flight mode. And I am beginning to realize that I hit a wall. One, because, yes, my body was shutting down. My body was telling me to rest. But my body, you know, lately has been saying, you might be in pain, but you're resting. Uh, you know, because the desire and want to run has popped back up, uh, like, full force. The desire to inundate my mind with social media motivators has dropped. So there was a lot of survival mode still happening in my life that pushed me to run these half marathons injured. I didn't have to show them. 
Jack Boo. I didn't have to go to San Jose. Nobody would have called me on it. Because at that point, publicly, nobody knew who I was. Nobody, you know, like internet, yeah, people knew I ran. People in my life know I run. And they look at me and go, why? And I say, why not? Running is the most natural instinct that a human being has. And that, that's another thing that led me to the realization that running is running is very much part of survival mode. Hunters ran. People, when they are being creative upon, we run for survival. We all have the ability to run. We all have the ability to run and breathe. And when we're not being hunted, what people did was they come home, they talked to their village shaman, reacclimated back into society, and relaxed. Like literally, when you, when they were home from the hunting parties, they were. They didn't run. They may have trained. And training to run long distances is very smart. Um, like you, you cannot just wake up and decide, I'm going to run 26. You do have to build up to it. Like I've stated before, I'm talking enough to know that I can take this time off. And even if I take the next three weeks off running and start training in March when I feel better, which I'm not, I, I'm, I foresee a run, I foresee a run maybe after this. I need to eat and then pick up my kids today. Um, but you know, it, it's a situation where survival. And the reason why I might be at this particular wall with running, it could either be my brain trying to understand where the anger went. Why are you not angry? That that was our that was the driving chemical that initiated run anger stress indignation like it I it would be a long until I'm okay with that guy I you know I'm sorry as a future therapist I don't typically promote. This, but in a way I do, because he didn't get to, he was not the person that was permitted or even had a right to say something like that. And 
and normally it would everybody be oh but it came across so caring not during a breakup when you're exchanging somebody's clothing bringing it back saying here's the stuff that you left my house that i am now treating you as if you are some first of all he really physically appears he wasn't a supermodel he wasn't he was he was a good spirit it was his personality and his spirit that I like. Okay. I mean, showing you photos of my husband, I like, I really don't. If a person focuses too much on outward appearance, I will walk away. I like stuff like substance. He had a lot of substance. Um, he, I mean, he had a lot of talking too, so that was interesting. But again, you're treating me like I was, like he may have had. It sounds like he's had bad reactions in the past, and he he told me that confrontation. So I I accepted how he brought the clothes back because it was his choice. Men get a choice in the attitude because there are women that do go wild uh, with instant anger. But I was, I was, I was in uniform, so it was one of those where it's like, dude, as long as we've known each other, you know there's professionalism for one hundred percent sure. But it could have been other factors. He could have been shameful. He, you know, whatever. He may have not wanted his neighbors to get involved and stop him. I knew his neighbors personally for several years. Um, but ultimately, it was that flashed in my mind in Brooklyn on, on mile five that said, he doesn't get to choose whether I run this thing or not. Like, and how could someone state it like that? I literally should have skipped away. Go, okay, you know, or just even ignore it. But something in that statement, I want you to run your half marriage. I mean, I guess in a way he knew he was finalizing the nails, picking up the nails to end. He knew what he was about to do. And he was fine. Like, like I finalized things with my marriage. And I guess he was sticking my, my this relationship in one of his many compartments. He was nailing the compartment lid, and that was the first nail. I think he wanted me to react. And because there was too much silence in between him saying that and me not reacting, I was upset. My fight or flight kicked in to protect me, and it just freeze at that moment. 
and after I shook my head, well, I just went home and I, I honestly, I didn't think about that comment until again, it was still, it was still anger, it was still indignation, you know, I, like, but that's, that's also me, you know, I, 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 I review my mind, so many things that I haven't understand from instant social interactions, that I, I review conversations, and it, it's when I review conversations, I'm like, wait a minute, they really did say it like And that's part of how the replay works with me and my run. Um, that's also how I pick out vibes. That's how I read too. I, I can read their energies right in the room, but that's also how I read things. If I like, and like lately, that's how I catch myself in survival mode is if, like, I analyze the conversation and I'm like two or three times in and I'm like, no, there's nothing. Okay. And then I move on. And that's, that's actually a lot lately. 99% of the conversations I leave within the past three months, I've actually been able to see. Wherever they left off, on the phone, on the, on the, at the yoga gym, wherever. It's, it's cool. It's cool to see the progress of how I was at the beginning of 2022 still. And that's I also forget. I was like, I, we all expect instant results when you're saying, I want to walk out of fight or fight. And you're like, okay, hey, I'm out. La, 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 la. Unfortunately, it was a problem. And um, I had to take a series of several vacations. Uh, I chose to take them by myself to assist in the deflation of the fight or flight. That is when I realized that the former place of payments was consistently fighting to keep me in fight or flight mode. And the the instrumental people involved they that they realized that. I do believe that they realized that they only had a small window and essentially they missed it because uh, the last crap that they pulled I didn't react they were confused this should have been their shining glory. Oh, I cried. I cried. I was upset afterwards because it was another betrayal. Um, it also helps me in 
me and my break from men and dating, I will interact with a man as a human. I will be compassionate and kind because I also know that a my experience is a very small scientific percentage. And I have met, including Anthony, a lot of calm, even-tempered, calm, reflective, intelligent, emotional even, male. It's just unfortunately right now with the hot topics, the monstrosity of the male gender is the highlight of everything. And the dating pool after 35, ladies, be careful because we're broken people. The men are broken people. And broken men lean on the direction of taking it out on their My ex-husband didn't have much on me. He hated his mom. He probably still hates his mom. She controlled his life. She controlled his finances. She, I mean, like, she killed him. I mean, from, from birth to when I was with him in his, he's over 40 now. I don't know. Um, I tried, I think, I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> his, uh, but I also let that go. I did a little cry thing ceremony that I like to do and uh, I said, well, I might mention his name, but from here and now, it, it's only as the latest example or something profound, really, an example of something profound that I found within myself when I was with him and him being such a pivotal role in that. Saying his name actually means I don't have ill feelings for him. Um, as you notice, I term it my ex-husband, my ex-friend. But there's there's one I don't even mention. So, and those those are the those are what I what I categorize as. Bad. Dark. That's why I practice. It's to turn those shadows of my mind and take that fertilizer and create a beautiful garden in my soul or space to just continue thriving. I, you know, it's, it's anger. If I release it too much at one time, 
it will send me back into survival mode and beyond. Um, and I, I don't want my synapses to snap, like, ever again. It's a stereotype, and I choose not to be part of that. So, but it's not compartmentalized. It's free to roam. It's free to process through my brain. You know, I'm not tucking it away and projecting it into a dislike of ice cream. I'm, it's free. Thoughts pop up in my head from time to time about these people. And I process it and I feel whatever part of the grief module that these these thoughts represent whenever they I also know that these are just thoughts that I've filed away. And it's like whenever you clean out your house. There's like two or three times where you can remember a parental figure or yourself just burrowing, burrowing out like crazy old stuff, old things, putting things out to the curb, bringing it to the recycle or donation centers. And you can't explain those urges. You just know that you have to clean out your house. You have to dust. You must. It might be three in the morning, but when you feel inspired, do it and get it done, you get up and get it done. Because one, you know it's bleeding. Two, all of a sudden you can sleep after you do it. So the, the act and ritual of cleaning out a certain space it actually has psychological benefits. So what I'm going to be exploring further, um, I don't know if this is where I'm going to leave everything hanging or if I'm going to do one more, but I do know that there's going to be a gap because it is carnival season. And even though I I have a job now, I will enjoy Mardi Gras season to the maximum. Do, do. I haven't experienced Mardi Gras in five years. Tonight's going to be the first parade I've experienced in the city that I live at. So that'll be fun. Uh, from the Mardi Gras beads and beer cans that I would run over at one in the morning coming home. It looks like it would be like a, a, a really cool party. You know, it looks like they have fun over here. Uh, so I'm looking forward to experiencing that with my daughter. She's excited for me. Uh, yes. In my mind and in my heart, do I wish that I sugar daddy? That I could trust not to want to be in a cage again and be home and hide me from the world? Yes. I, I do wish I had somebody helping me out right now so I didn't have to get a job. But I have to. And it will be okay. 
I don't know why I just started crying. I may have released something. I may have dusted a corner that needed to be touched. But I do know that I'm going to make an effort to run more even though I'm in pain. I know it's nerve pain and I'm going to do what I can do because I enjoy running. I, oh yes, there will be, there will be a valve. Yes, running. I love me. Let me. It'd probably be a list of the expenses, but <laughs> it will be cute. It will be cute. And it will be cute even though I do not buy in it's cute, but tell people you love them year-round. Don't just take them out on a date on Valentine's Day. Let your that you let your girlfriends know. Let your boyfriends do. Do guy friends call their male friends boyfriends? Let your people know. It, the world is very strange right now, um, and it's so strange that it. It doesn't even tempt me to watch the news. That's, um, but yeah, it, it was some interesting thoughts. Like, uh, I like it when I have these epiphanies. I have no idea if it's been thought about before, but the anger for me was definitely connected to a survival mode instinct that no longer served its purpose. And so whenever I would say, hey, I'm scheduling myself for a run, my brain goes, but we're not angry. You know, and it could, it could be attributed to feeling depressed. You know, for someone else, it could be your brain saying, but you're not depressed anymore. How are you run?" Or you're not, you're not filled with anxiety anymore. Why are you running? This is this is how it's applicable in different ways to different people. This is why this is not an advice. This is out here because I know if I'm experiencing it, it's been experienced before, and someone else might relate and it's relating and right now undercover and covertly helping somebody get through response out in a in maybe six to eight months whenever I do my practicum and get my licensing for therapy to be a therapist, I do intend to. I do intend to uh, advertise towards athletes. I do intend to market myself to the local sports teams. I know we have the Saints, but I don't know if we have the Pelicans anymore, or any other team. Um, I, I would go, honestly, I'd go professional. 
maybe collegiate even at the higher level. Uh, not that I don't believe the children are a future. I do, they are. And not believing that would not would be not believing in my daughter. However, when it comes to children, I have some personal views on placing athletics before education. And at least at the collegiate level, they are closer to entering into the world as a functional adult. And the first huge whammy that life is going to throw at them is potentiality of losing their scholarship to school. This is the moment where athletes first place value on do they want to be a professional athlete? How plausible is that? And what would happen if, what would happen if I concentrated on my business degree instead of baseball? What would happen if? So that part of adolescence is literally the biggest first, I would say the first existential clash that we meet as embarking adults. And that's just from an athletic standpoint. Um, I honestly didn't think about my future until senior year in college. And I was so lost and complacent. I just shrugged my shoulders and went, hm, at least I have a degree. And I have been using that degree to the ends that it's going to meet me. And which, aside from flexing, oh yeah, yeah, I went back to school to flex on the other thing. His boo wanted to uh, flex on me because that, that's why she told me they were perfect because they both had master's degree. And I literally went, well, you know, it's a piece of paper. I can get a piece of paper. And I'm well on my way to getting a piece of paper. The the, the flex part has been um I when I found I really that it really is my path in life to be a mental health counselor. Ah, I dropped flex. And I've been laughing about it ever since because I'm like, I really, I really went there. I really sat there and told myself. I was going to flex by getting a master's degree. I put, put a book in front of me and pizza or some tacos. I'm a simple girl. I am. I, these, these, it's, it, it's cute watching all these guys like trip over themselves to talk to me because they want it's just Put a book in front of me, office supplies or something, and some food, a taco and some pizzas, or some gondolas or something. 
put put food in front of me saying, I will feed you. My cats feel that waking me up this morning by peeing on my leg um, does not warrant my, the silent treatment from them. I'm going to be mad about this for like weeks. I'm going to be mad at I'm gonna be mad. I'm gonna I'm going to feed the stray cat their treat in front of them today because I am that mad. That's another thing that I'm not looking forward to when I go back to work is that my youngest cat, Loki, uh, he's been spectacular this whole six months that I have been home, has not sprayed more than three times and when he does spray it's because i have left the house for an extended period of time and he wants mommy's attention i wonder if animal care is a thing i'm gonna have to look on my continuing education like okay so speaking of food i am going to go find my tummy is saying it is two o'clock and we can eat. And it's time to eat. Uh, I will definitely see you guys again around Valentine's Day. Um, I don't really know what my schedule is going to be like quite yet. I know I start Tuesday. But I shouldn't have too much drink. Uh, between then and now. Um, oh yeah, 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 I'm gonna write a book. Um, I don't know how much details I'm gonna involve about the harassment I faced at the police department. I know they will, they'll, they will always remain nameless, and they shall receive their karma. They, they, their debt is coming to them. Um, I've seen it, I've witnessed it in previous people and instances. And that brings me, that, that helps me stay peaceful. That helps me move forward. The individuals, the company, to allow, to allow what they allow, it's hard. You know, you tell these kids that they could be anything. That being a cop means protect and serve. And finding the opposite, it was eye-opening. And it's going to help me because I do want to serve first responder clientele as a therapist. There are many who are kind in the department and who need it who need the protection from their rank. My my previous captain broke would broke confidentiality and abused the confidentiality and whatever employer privilege that they have, he abused. He I would find things that I only spoke about with my therapist. People in the training department would come up and ask me if I thought so-and-so was, I was in a relationship with so-and-so. 
And I would say, no. So-and-so was my friend. We had a friendship. That was our relationship. Friends. Because so-and-so was married. Why would I, what, in what universe would anybody have? It was a friendship. Point blank. I work a detail. That is the reason why I contact Friendship. Oh, now I thought we were good friends. And that's where my misidentification laid. But I didn't tell anybody. And the only person interested in how I was doing with the department therapist would be my captain. Yeah, yeah, all my business, all over the department. And then the therapist tried to hold me against my will in therapy. When I told him I wanted to terminate the therapeutic relationship, he refused. He lied. He lied to the sheriff. I tried to schedule one appointment. I tried to reschedule one out of six months of monthly, out of six appointments. I'm sorry, out of seven appointments. That was the seventh month. Out of seven appointments, I tried to reschedule one because I was trying to deal with everything with this. And when the sheriff called him, he lied. He said that I had been going to my appointments. I missed my appointment. Well, I got you on text. And it was only afterwards did I realize that I could have. But I didn't. Because again, his his logs were over inundated. He was energetically overdrawn. Whatever reason, he was a puppet of the department. Um, I won. I won. I, I terminated the relationship without. No, no, we met one more time because he had to clear me. And then I terminated the relationship. There was some entrapment still trying to happen, but whatever reason, he couldn't. I I hope he retired because he was he he was a cook goose too. Like, but no, it's not going to be department therapy. Um, I found a therapist outside, and as soon as I found a private therapist. It's amazing. Nobody knew what was going on with my life. There are no coincidences. Are is is a word that a gaslighter or someone trying to evade responsibility for their actions or stay in deep denial. That is a term for that is not the full term for that. There are no coincidentally, no, there no, no such. Thing. I have too much experience with the opposite, and 
because my therapist has held on to my privacy and actually helped me quite a bit. I, I want to extend the same help to the first responder community. A lot of the times they don't go to therapy because their number one fear is I'm here because you're going to take my you're going to take my ID. I'm too old to have a law enforcement officer as my identity. So when they tried to strip me, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right, they did. One of the, in 2021, they ganged up on me. They had one, two, three, four, five males in the office as opposed to me by myself. Um, the, the, the captain put me on the bench because again, the lieutenant, oh yeah, that's right. I, there was an incident with a coworker and I came to the lieutenant saying, look, I've tried and tried and tried. I'm, I'm escalating it up to something lieutenant you need to address. Lieutenant told me to handle it. I told the coworker something and he lost his crap and they put me on the bench. And when they brought me five males against one female and denied me a witness in the office and told me this, the captain asked me to take off my, my belt. Well, the male got scared because whenever I was going to clasp my hands on the clasp, the very front of my belt, my hands were over my crotch area. To unbuckle my clasps, to take off my utility belt. He got scared and stripped me of my gun. He dove in and stripped me of my gun and tried to take my taser at the same time. That was the moment I saw the social injustice. This is the moment where a police officer claims he was scared for his life. Oh, oh, you no, no. And then he was scared for his life. And so that's why he shot this person. That's why he shot. Not that he dove in unannounced into and elicited a reaction that is a normal human reaction. He dove in towards my holster and my crotch. And I was so overwhelmed that I just froze. That sergeant was terminated. They actually did take care of that. Um, however, the reason why I was put on the bench was because that coworker came back and lied and put in a paper saying that, like, I was standing over 50 yards away from him. They had a woman, him and the other person involved had a woman in a corner who was in a schizophrenic episode. They cornered her in the kitchen. They cornered her in the kitchen. 
I raised my voice because they were not listening to me. They were putting themselves in a deadly situation. I raised my voice to get his attention, to save his life. And then he goes and writes a white paper saying that he feared that I was going to draw my taser and attack them with my taser. I was over 50 yards away from them. They were in the far kitchen corner. I was in the corner of the front room by the front door. Even if I had deployed my taser, which I didn't even have my hands on, I had both of my hands in the air, okay? As a cop, I had my hands in the air and I was still accused. So yeah, it, the flip to social justice and advocacy change, it might seem radicalized, but it's not. It's because of the experiences as an Afro-Boricuan female in a police department. But this is the mean anger surfacing, and I am going to go eat before I get more involved with this stuff. Um, happy Carnival, everybody. Those who are coming down to New Orleans, welcome. And those who are in New Orleans and partying, I will see you on your street.